Welcome. This is Luc Berings for the podcast on leadership and things related. What more do you know or are you capable of? And I mean apart from what you do every day in your job or what you have been educated for. Answering that question may lead to surprising results and can sometimes point us to new and unexpected career opportunities. Take John. He had worked in accounting for 17 years. He lost his job and with his career coach he was looking for a new suitable one. Of course in accounting because that's what he was good at. I had lots of experience in, had been trained for. Now during the conversations we had he mentioned that in his free time he built models with matches. So I asked him what he was talking about and he explained that he built like houses and bridges and, and famous buildings with matches and used ice cream sticks. I have to admit my first reaction was a bit giggly. I kind of laughed it off. Well, good for you, John. Keeps you busy now that you're out of a job. But during the week, I got intrigued. And after a couple of days, I asked him to bring along some photos of his buildings to our next meeting. And when he showed me the photos, I was amazed. They were really impressive constructions. So I asked him to bring something live to the next meeting. And a few days later, John came in with his wife and son. And the three of them carried a replica of a medieval castle right into my office. And it was all in matches. And everybody was impressed. The detail, the size, the, the patience that went in there. And with that, an idea popped into our minds. So we proposed to John to create a portfolio with professional pictures of his work. And that portfolio he then sent, with an open application, to various construction companies and architects. The result? John was offered a job in four different companies. He chose one, and since then he's happily back at work. Not as an accountant, but building models for a living. Now, John is a good example of how skills can seem useless at first sight, but can in fact be the opposite. Now, I know an example is just that, an example, and anyone can say, yeah, but I don't have a talent that can be exploited. Who am I to disagree? Just one thing, though, in this true story, John originally said the same thing. I'm pretty sure most of us have more talents and skills than we actually use in our current working life. And I'm also pretty sure that if we could put all these skills in a basket, we might find out that we can make an excellent fit in a completely different place. It sometimes only re requires some creative thinking. Another example. His name was Bob and he was a bailiff at a gas company. I'm talking about the days when those organizations were still really not for profit, so before privatization. It was Bob's job to visit non-paying customers carrying a wallet. So a customer had had repeated reminders and now it was time to collect. And that was his job. Now after eight years he'd had a burnout and after his recovery he decided it was time for a change and he could use some career coaching. After a few discussions Bob came in one morning and he said, I've got it, I know what I'm going to be. It was so obvious, how could I have missed it? Now, I had no idea what he was going to come up with, so I asked him what this revelation was about. And with a great sense of drama, I have to give him that, he said, sales rep. Okay, um, I know this does not seem in my favor, but I must admit here I did not immediately make the connection between Bob and sales. He spent his entire career in a not-for-profit environment. But it turned out he only needed a couple of words to convince me. Look, he said, 
Just imagine me standing at the front door. I can assure you that's adrenaline time. So I take a deep breath. I ring the bell, not knowing who will answer the door. That's always the difficult thing. Is she that small or is he that big? And he made some gestures with both his hands. And then the door opens. Thank heavens, she's that small. I can deal with her. But now I have to make a connection. And I have not much time to do so. So really in my experience, seconds count. If I do not succeed quickly, she might pull a baseball bat from behind the door or, or call the family dog on me. In fact, that had happened to him several times. Now, after he continues, after I manage to establish rapport, I have to be persuasive and perseverant because I want her to actually hand over some cash. I mean, being out ringing doors all day and getting back to the office empty-handed is not the general perception of a successful bailiff. Here he paused for effect and then he said triumphantly, now isn't that exactly what a sales rep is supposed to do? Now, I admit... He did oversimplify just a little bit, but still. He continued, the sales rep knows exactly what I mean by adrenaline time. When he engages with a prospect, he knows they would rather see a customer than a sales rep. So he takes a deep breath. And if the prospect appears to have a minute, he should not waste time and be quick in establishing rapport. If he doesn't succeed within the first couple of minutes, he's probably finished. And next, he needs his persuasiveness and perseverance because he wants that signature on the order. And I know how to do all that. Perfect fit, he finished. While in his life, Bob had never actually sold anything or had had a sales training, it, I, I think he had a sound grasp of his skills and an interesting idea of how to put them to use in a different environment. Well, the end of Bob's story, he did not become a sales rep. The National Dutch Railways employed him as a ticket inspector. Now, you might think this is a lesser choice because he would again be dealing with people and unpaid fees. But trains had been his boyhood dream and passion. The day he signed his contract, he came in for the last time and proudly showed it to us. And believe it or not, we had all dressed up as Dutch Railway ticket inspectors. <laughs>